Where is he? Where are you? Skull Rock. Uh, do you know it? Hello, everyone. This is Stacy broadcasting from the Skull Rock broadcast, and I am joined by. Hello, we're back. This is Ooh. Megan. And we are so happy to be back with you after our week off. Yep. It felt like a really long week. I don't know about you. It did. We missed you guys. Yeah, we missed you guys. We missed talking to you last week. So we definitely have a lot to catch up on, a lot Mm -hmm. to share, a lot to talk about, and super fun stuff going on. And we hope, we think this is going to be a really fun episode, and we hope you think so too. So our plan today, we have some updates. I was calling them yes. our big three. <laughs> Ooh, so, I like that. So, you know, in like astrology, like your big three is like your sun, your moon, and your rising. Yes. Yep. So <laughs> that tracks. Steve, Eddie, and Robin are Skull Rock Broadcast's big three. <laughs> exactly. Our sun, our moon, and our rising. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um. So all of them. Joe Keery, Joseph Quinn, Maya Hawk have super exciting things going on. So Mm -hmm. since we've done episodes about all three of them already, we wanted to just do some updates of what they've got going on. Then we're going to do a little bit of a game to talk about Stranger Things, which we're excited about. And then we'll get into filming updates, which there's a lot of those. And then lots of new merch that has kind of popped up in the last two weeks. So... We've got a jam-packed episode, and we might have a special guest joining us in a little bit. So Ooh. stay tuned. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about Maya Hawk first. Yes. Now, apparently, she's going to be releasing a new album. And what's the name of this album, Megan? Yes. So her new album is going to be called Chaos Angel, and it comes out on May 31st. I am super excited about this. Um, it's going to have 10 songs and the track list is already out if you look it up on uh, Apple Music or Spotify. But she did release one single so far and that mm-hmm. was Missing Out. So Missing Out is a really fun song. Have you listened to it yet? I have not yet. Now, what kind of like vibe does it give? What kind of it's like It's really genre? like fun and upbeat and poppy kind of. She played it on her tour so i have so to did go you back get to, did you hear I it i think so it sounded okay. so familiar when it first came out and i was hearing little clips of it and i was yeah. i need to go back and see if like i took a video of it because i didn't take a video of all the songs at the show yeah. but um i want to go back and see if i have a video of it because um it sounded familiar and i was like i definitely heard this at the at the concert she is such a gorgeous voice too yeah, her voice is so fun and so, like, light and happy sounding, mm. like, just sweet, I guess. I don't yeah. know how to describe it. The album is going to be great. She released, did you see some of the new photos of her in that photo shoot? Were those the ones of her, like, it looks like she's in an electric chair? Am I making there that was out? those. I think that's content for like the promo for the new album. Okay. But then there was like a photo shoot where she's wearing like a white suit. And I'm pretty sure she has like angel wings for like the chaos angel. And she looks beautiful. So I was um, really enjoying those photos of her because she just looks so pretty. So that's awesome. Yeah, busy, busy lady because she has, I think out of, I mean, obviously out of all our big three <laughs> we, we haven't seen joseph quinn filming at all but joe keery we've seen him filming a little bit but not yeah. a lot yet and mm-hmm. maya has definitely been filming a lot so it seems like i mean we'll get more into that when we talk about filming updates but it seems like she's been really busy with filming already so yes. far but also doing some of these other cool projects at the same time so excited for maya excited for new music for her absolutely all right so what about joseph quinn tell he me has about been <laughs> a busy bumblebee um, it was so funny. So last week, unfortunately, I came down with strep. It was terrible. I'm feeling much better now. But I was laying in like a feverish haze. And that's when literally it was like, boom, 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 with all the updates with him. 
And obviously, like, you know, the biggest one that kind of dropped was, and I thought it was such a cute way for them to announce it. It was on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Wasn't that so cute? So Mm -hmm. it's finally, we all knew it was going to happen, but it's finally been officially confirmed by the entire cast. Uh, Joseph Quinn posted on his um, Instagram account. It was like a 1960s retro Valentine's Day uh, card from the Fantastic Four with one word he put, fantastic. So he is going to be playing Johnny Storm. Human Torch, right? Like Human Torch, which this is huge. Obviously, it's a Marvel movie. It's going to have Vanessa Kirby, Pedro Pascal, packed cast. And, you know, people were a little mixed on the casting, but... In all honesty, I have seen the past Fantastic Four. He's following great footsteps such as Jay Underwood, Chris Evans, and Michael B. Jordan. I think this is the closest that they're getting, probably comic book-wise. If he was going to be in something, it was either going to be X-Men or Fantastic Four. I think this might be the breath of life that maybe Marvel needs. And him being in this big of a like blockbuster is going to be huge. And the Johnny Storm character is kind of cocky and you know kind of a player. So I think he's going to have a lot of fun doing that role. And we might see him with blonde hair, Megan. So who knows? <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I'm happy to hear you talk about it because I am not familiar with the comic or any of the other movies at all so Mm -hmm. it's cool that you kind of are and even though like we're not huge marvel people it sounds like this is one of the marvel franchises that you've kind of followed a little bit that i follow and know a little bit about so yeah so that's exciting this was great casting and obviously we're going to be Keeping up, you know, already Pedro Pascal has been talking about how excited he is because this is the second time he's going to be working with him because they just wrapped Gladiator 2. Yeah. I saw, what's the other guy? It's, I I hate that I forgot his name, but he's from The Bear and he's fantastic in it. Yeah. Let's look it up real quick. So his name is Ivan Moss Bakrin. I have no idea if I'm saying that right. Is he the one that was talking about the group chat? Yes, that's what I wanted to bring up. I saw a clip from uh, like a night show interview Mm -hmm. and he was talking about how Pedro Pascal made a group chat. So he, I guess, already had Pedro's number, but Mm -hmm. he only had Pedro's number and he saw two other like (laughs) international numbers. Fantastic. (laughs) No pun intended. Oh my God. Yeah, exactly. I keep using the word fantastic to talk about this because I feel like I say that all the time anyway. (laughs) we're gonna be saying it even more now (laughs) so so punny (laughs) right like i just think it's so exciting that like it's gonna obviously we're gonna see more updates and supposedly they're gonna be filming over the summer and i did hear that he will be supposedly at the official comic-con the san diego one to promote it which is exciting yeah that's really cool that'll be fun and yeah so he had that casting news and then apparently a new horror movie that Mm -hmm. he's going to be cast in, a new war movie. So he's just getting lots of work. Lots of people are appreciating what he's done. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And I think he's going to blow everybody away and all of these things. I think the projects that we still have that are coming out are going to be amazing. I think we might have a release date for horde streaming supposedly it's going to be may 10th correct yeah so that is really exciting and there was a really cute youtube video where uh, this guy the movie dweeb he interviewed joe keery yep and it was a fun interview and a lot of people i guess were bummed that he did for some reason didn't get the rights to like share the video portion of the interview so Mm -hmm. he kind of had him blurred out but it was a fun conversation and he asked joe keery if he had heard about joseph quinn's casting news and and he was like oh my gosh i'm so excited for him i'm gonna text him right now so i thought that was really cute and it's so funny how like the the guy was asking joe like well didn't he already tell you like on the down low but he's like even joseph quinn probably like didn't know like what he was allowed to tell people what was like for sure like when you're getting a job like that with any job it's like Mm -hmm. you don't know for sure until it's officially official like so you can't really like tell people until you know it's confirmed they even did that with a quiet place last year i remember they announced it and he had a con right after and he was like 
I would love to say I'm excited, but it hasn't been official yet. Right. So you can't really say anything until you sign on the dotted line. And like you said, you know, A24 is going to be doing this war movie. The horror movie that he's going to be doing sounds like a psychological thriller. And it's from the writer of Less Than Zero and American Psycho. So I like that he's blowing up, which, speaking of blowing up, what did he rank on uh, IMDb, Megan? Four? Fourth? Biggest celebrity. Is that crazy? Fantastic Four. (laughs) Fantastic. Oh, my. I didn't even put that together. That is freaking hilarious. Look at that. Yeah, he's he's number four. I wasn't sure. Like, it took me a while to realize they all had a four on their chest for, like, Fantastic Four. Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, is it, like, a thing where they're numbered one through four? (laughs) No. It's just a four on all. (laughs) Man, it'd be real awkward if one of them, like, blew up or died. Then they'd be like, damn. All right. Well. Uh, yeah. So I hopefully maybe he won't die in the Fantastic Four movie. I don't know. Like, fingers crossed. I feel like fingers we have crossed, dude. the most, you know? like, chances of survival in a movie like this, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm hoping because, as we know, his track record for survival or a happy ending. Woo! So uh, it's it's definitely exciting to see him getting the recognition that he deserves, you know? Yes, yes. Okay, so our other favorite Joseph. Yes. Let's let's get somebody in here to talk yeah. about Nokiri. Okay, so like we said, we have a little bit of a special guest joining us because how could we not have Kelly come back to talk about what is going crazy right now with our fave Joe Keery. So welcome back, Kelly. Hey guys, what's up? Hey. <laughs> so good to talk to you again. And I am so excited to hear, because I know you've been kind of like following everything super closely. Mm-hmm. So tell us what's going on. Oh my God. Okay, so a month ago, someone tweeted me that End of Beginning was going viral on TikTok. And I was like, okay, let me look. And then they were like mainly just like in Chicago. And I like, I remember I tweeted about it. And then all of a sudden, it actually really started going viral. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, it's everywhere. Yeah. And he's like predicted to make it in the Billboard Hot 100 at number 51 for the first time in his career. That's insane. So when does that like release like that Billboard? I think it's I think it's every Tuesday. I think Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. I'm following stuff I didn't even know about before I got like all these like music updates on my phone, like at lists, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is wrong with me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so exciting. I know, like mm-hmm. the like the BBC one list mm-hmm. and like the Spotify charts. Like I've been trying to check some of them too. So it's mm-hmm. like it's really cool and just to have that kind of like number representation of like what's happening here because Mm-hmm. Just seeing him on the top of all of these Spotify charts. Mm-hmm. It's wild. I think he's like on the top hits, like uh, weekly hot hits of Spotify. I know for viral, he's like number three for globally. Oh yeah. my like, God. Doing really well. Like, yeah. That's crazy. Globally. Yeah. So, and I think originally the TikTok trend in Chicago was kind of like since the lyrics of End of Beginning are about Chicago like people Mm -hmm. were kind of using it to put like their pictures of Chicago and like just that nostalgia and like love of their city or whatever which I'm sure he really appreciated because Mm -hmm. that's kind of like part of what that song was about originally so that's cool but now it's becoming like everybody's kind of using it to show like their own city or I've seen people use it like um, for like the Phillies, they use it like for like players that used to play for the Phillies, not play for another oh, wow. team. It's definitely a cool song that can just like express a lot of different emotions mm-hmm. for a lot of different things, I think. So yeah. I can understand why people are appreciating it. And I know we have all like loved this song for over a year now. So yeah. it's like we're not surprised. Like this is an amazing song. Like mm-hmm. of course everybody loves it. But it's just you have to like be able to hear it to be able to love it. And it's just so many more people are able to hear it now because it's getting this viral attention. So so very, cool. very cool. Love it. Yeah. I was hoping that um 
like Jimmy Fallon would have him back on like to talk about it like just do you think any other like interviews or anything like that will come out of this I think so I think there's a lot in the works I know his team is very happy very very happy for his success so which is awesome um so it's just kind of I guess balancing his time between like filming or whatever but I know I want him to perform somewhere like I feel like he has this momentum where he should do a show not like not like a concert even like even just like a television appearance show like you said Jimmy Fallon or just to kind of how cool would that be if he like performed on Jimmy Fallon like he's been Mm -hmm. on to talk so many times but I'm sure Jimmy would love to have him perform like he has the artists at the end perform Mm -hmm. that would be amazing yeah like we talked about the last time we talked about him we're we were already hoping for new music this year so Mm -hmm. he definitely needs to like start teasing that and like ride this like wave of momentum like you said so it's like perfect timing wise for that I think I'm hoping that's like the plan for yeah like to kind of use this momentum to kind of push forward whatever he's got going on because like my numbers are doing stuff that i've not seen in a long time mm-hmm. and it's no it's so exciting yeah not because of like stranger things which i think is really cool yeah yeah to finally get him like recognized for this thing that's so personal and so him mm-hmm. and people are appreciating it for the music and not just the fact that he played steve like yeah i'm sure that feels good for him oh i'm sure and like the chicago yeah. sun times didn't I think covered an article did talked about it so it's mm-hmm. yeah it's really cool I love that little news clip from like the local news that you shared in Chicago of like people talking about like mm-hmm. you know just songs about their city and DePaul University which is where he went to school in Chicago they shared it on like a reel mm-hmm. I think on Instagram that's awesome it's kind of overwhelming like I'm kind of like he was like last week was at like three point something million listeners on uh spotify and this morning he just hit 8.1 oh my gosh wow. so it's like more than doubled like mm-hmm. wow and he started a tiktok account correct he's always did he had one already yeah he did yeah. he had he's one never, he never posted like on, it was like promotional yeah yeah that kind of did it too i think that kind of helped a yeah lot. him putting like his face on that joe account and it was a really cute video <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> now do you think kelly this is going to open up like a larger audience because people are going to hear this music discover more of his stuff maybe Mm -hmm. even people who were a fan of his movies and television credits are going to go oh I had no idea he sang and discover his music do you think this is going to happen I hope so and I know there's been like a little bit of like on Twitter you have like the people like like to gatekeep Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay I mean I get it but it's also like it's exciting and you know if more people discover music no matter how they discover it I think that's great and it's like I'm like you'll still get tickets to his show if you're 21 and older of course but (laughs) absolutely and if you're not hopefully he'll still be popular in a few years when you are when you turn 21 yeah (laughs) exactly would you say the likelihood of him maybe doing um I don't want to say a tour per se but it maybe form at some venues do you think the likelihood of that happening within the next year or so depending on his schedule do you think that's heightened i think for sure i think that obviously there his team will want to build and use the momentum it's yeah. just what does he want to do exactly yeah and i think it's cool that like we talked about how in the beginning was a little bit of a different sound and a different vibe and that we hoped that he was kind of moving in that direction and that's pretty much like confirmed from Mm -hmm. like what he's talked about that like Mm -hmm. he did record this in a different way and making this song was kind of a different process than he was used to and it is the direction that he was already planning on moving on in so it just like I think is so serendipitous like that this happened for him because we're so excited I'm so excited yeah just discovering new music I think that's one of the beautiful things about social media is that you can discover new music mm-hmm. through it and like you said we don't want to gatekeep him like we want him to 
be appreciated by as many people who want to appreciate his music as possible because I'm sure he would like people to hear his music. He puts so much work and love into it. So another artist that I, it kind of reminded me of was um, Noah Kahan because social media just took him like to like superstardom. And he, like Joe, has been making music for a while now and like has multiple albums. I have listened to like his albums for years now and just seeing his like popularity now with his new album and with the attention that he's gotten from it on social media and people just using it in videos and stuff like that is just so cool to see. And he's, I feel like, not that it's a similar vibe of music, but like, I feel like he's also like a really humble guy like Joe. And like, um, I just kind of like made that comparison in my mind when everything was happening. No, I see that for sure. I see that kind of. It's just what I'm interested to see is like where it goes from here. Like what's the next steps? Mm. You have to keep building that momentum. Momentum, And I'm curious to see what their plans are. I'm nosy, so I'm always asking. (laughs) I know. Well, it's like just exciting to see what's going to happen next. And Mm -hmm. like you said, to kind of like not just let this fizzle out. And I saw that people are also listening to his whole albums like some Mm -hmm. of his albums Mm -hmm. are starting to trend like decide is starting to trend on some of those like lists and stuff like that so that's super cool so this is just super a super exciting time to be a joe fan i think and a joe keery fan because along with everything that's happening with his music he's got all of these movies that have been coming out and that Mm -hmm. we're just loving so hoping we can see finally dawn Eventually, all of the behind-the-scenes content has been really Ooh. fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to ask, Kelly, what were your thoughts? I know Megan and I adored it. What were your thoughts on Marmalade? I loved Marmalade so much. Mm-hmm. I truly think it's his best role that he's done. I loved it. It was so good. Everything about it. It's my new comfort movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Everything I've already it. rewatched it too. Like I'm like, oh, I can just like watch this over and over. And it's cool because I mean, we won't ruin it for anybody, but mm-hmm. it's it's interesting to watch it after the first time because <laughs> just seeing yes. things from the beginning again is really cool and kind of trying to find all of those little like tidbits that you puzzle pieces. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a great um, story. Yeah, it's really creative and really fun and different. And like you said, I think he's amazing in it. And definitely, I mean, he's on the screen the whole time. It's just all him. Like, so Mm -hmm. of course it's going to be great. (laughs) Oh, and I keep forgetting. Do we have a release date for cold storage? No, I don't. No, no. I have to look maybe sometime soon. Okay. Yeah, I feel like that should be coming out relatively Mm, soon. This year, at least, you would think. I hope so. And then hopefully he'll be busy. He doesn't seem like he's been super busy with Stranger Things yet. It's a little concerning. Yeah. You know who else has not been filming at all? Because I try to, like, follow the cast and stuff is Erica's. Who plays Erica? What's her name? Priya. 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 Yep, yep. That's it. So would it that be like a fun like team up again of like Steve and That Eric? would be the sass. <laughs> I love them. They'd be the best. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people who haven't been filming yet, really. So hopefully he'll be in more scenes with them. And what I was also kind of like thinking to myself is it just seems like since he's in New York now that he's kind of just staying based Mm. in New York and just going to Atlanta when he has to film where like Charlie and Natalia like they have kind of they've like moved back to Atlanta right now because they kind of live there during filming so it's not like they're going back and forth because it's too far so that's kind of like what I was Mm -hmm. noticing or kind of picking up on so i see i don't know what i'm just curious to see what happens next week because this week alone was exciting i can't imagine what's gonna happen i know well we're gonna be super excited and following it super closely and we're glad that you were able to Thank come you. back on and chat with us about uh mm. joe d j o joe 
No. <laughs> yes, to Joe. I, I did like tell my phone to play like end of beginning and, and my like Siri says end of beginning by DJO. I was like, Siri. No, they got to Joe. <laughs> Just Joe. Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully we will have more to chat with you because hopefully he's going to continue blowing up. Thanks for having me. <laughs> of course. Yeah, thanks for coming back I'll be happy on. To come back. Of course, whenever a new project comes out or something like that. All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Have a great day. You too. Bye, hon. Bye. Bye. Well, that was super fun. <laughs> Always love chatting with Kelly. So we are just so excited about all of these great things that are going on for joe and joseph and maya so we will keep you posted and i feel like we do need to kind of expand and do another couple characters or something like that soon yes so i was thinking maybe we can like put it in our stories and have people vote on yeah who they want to see who they want to hear about next you know yes because i mean i feel like we love all of the characters and all the actors and stuff Mm -hmm. so much that we will definitely have fun talking about all of them but yes we want to hear what other people would like to hear us talk about so let us know and we wanted to kind of get back into talking about the show so we came up with a little game for us to play to see kind of how well we know each other Yep. (laughs) and it was based on kind of an instagram post that we saw on um i think their account is panda films yes which is a cool Stranger Things fan account. So they post a lot of cool posts and edits and stuff. So it was like, how well do you know your friend Stranger Things edition? So we kind of put our own little spin on it. Mm-hmm. But we have already decided, like we've already written down our choices. So no yeah. going back. But we're going to go through and guess what each other kind of picked for each one. So the first question we had was what couple would she pick? And our choices were one, Mike and Eleven, two, Max and Lucas, three, Joyce and Hopper, and four, Jonathan and Nancy. So do you want to guess who I picked? I would have to guess. I was leaning towards one, but now I'm going to switch it up i'm gonna go with two max and lucas yes (laughs) ding 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 yeah that's who i picked i love max and lucas so much so hold on i haven't really decided who i think that you picked um i i think joyce and hopper no did you go with the same as me i did twinsies (laughs) Oh, man, we should keep score. So you have one point. I have zero points. It's kind of like Robin's board. Like yes, you. <laughs> I rule right now. Stacy rules. Mm-hmm. Um, Stacy won Megan zero, writing it down. There you go. <laughs> We're not going to say you suck, but, you know. <laughs> all right. So our second question is what boy character would she pick? And our, we had to alternate a little bit because we already know, you know, one of the choices were Steve. We're always going to pick Steve. So we were like, right. to be fair, we're going to replace Steve with Will. So it's either one, which would be Mike, two, Dustin, three, Will, or four, Lucas. Hmm. Okay. So I think, oh my gosh, this is so hard. I think you picked Lucas. Ding, 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 ding. Yay! I got a point. I got a point. (laughs) Now with you, Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Dustin. Yeah, you got it. (laughs) You're still winning. (laughs) All right. Good job. So next question, which girl character would she pick? Number one was Max. Number two was Eleven. Number three was Nancy. And number four was Robin. Hmm. I would say, for you, mm-hmm. you went with Max. I did. Three for three, Stacey. Woo, woo. <laughs> okay, Super so for, for you, I think you picked Robin. Ding, 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 Yay. ding. Yay. <laughs> yep. Look at that. 
this is friendship. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, let's see. I, uh, I'd be going to the next question. The next question is, which mom would you pick? And we did not put Steve in here. Our choices are... <laughs> oh, gosh. Mm-hmm. One, Joyce. Two, Mrs. Sinclair. Three, Mrs. Wheeler. Or four, Claudia Henderson. All right, so I guess, okay, who, I who did I pick? you picked Joyce. I did. Ding, 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 ding. Yay. Okay, that's a point for me, but... Go ahead. All right. I always say they're all good in their own way, but I know. Even though I wanted to lean towards Claudia with you, I'm going to say Joyce. So you did not get the really correct, and I did Damn not. It. I didn't want to like give it away because I was going to be like, you might be a little surprised on this one. Yeah, so I have. I have reasoning though. I do love okay. Joyce. I do love Joyce, and I really did almost put Claudia because I think I love Claudia like I think she's great and I love her cats like just cat lady (laughs) singing the Ghostbusters theme but I actually picked Karen really yes and I think she's just kind of like a little underrated because she is such a good mom to both Nancy and Mike and we get so Mm -hmm. many good mom moments and I'm just so intrigued with what's going to be like her bigger role yes in season five because i feel like she's always been like one of the highest build actors like in the in show yeah the show and even though sometimes it doesn't seem like she has that big of a role mm-hmm. i'm just so fascinated with how her character is going to like what her character is going to do in season five so that was my i think that's a great choice because as we all know i always rewatch season one and i was like you know she does have her moments throughout all four seasons yeah but i really love how she keeps trying to really like stress the issue to mike and nancy like you can talk to me you can be honest with me and that's just really really like warm and comforting and also i yeah i respect the lady in part three i mean you know, well, season three, and um, I know. you know, she, <laughs> it's she a little, at, she, it's a little risque, but she looked at Ted Wheeler and his recliner and what I can't do it. So, you I know, know. yes, you had to like her. respect her for that because exactly like him and his recliner cuddling with Holly, like, yeah, and and she, she said, No, I can't do it, like you said. So, yeah, all right, so my turn. Okay, so we added this one because we had favorite moms, so we mm-hmm. felt like we should do favorite dads. Okay. <laughs> we we were going to go with just, like, the last four that we talked about and their husbands or yeah. ex-husbands, but we were like, well, Dustin's dad is absent, so, mm-hmm. I mean, can't really pick him. And even though, have you seen anything about, like, that master class? Have we talked about this on the podcast before? Not yet, no. So I feel like I get like ads on Instagram all the time for like mm-hmm. the master class that the Duffer brothers have done on like writing um, TV episodes. Yeah. And some somewhere I like saw clips from that were like leaked, I guess, from the master class okay. to show that they're writing like for the class to like show people how to write a TV episode is like a fake spinoff where Steve and Dustin go visit Dustin's dad and Dustin's dad is kind of like an Indiana Jones type character. Oh my God. Yeah. And they're like going on this adventure with him. And I was like, I just need this. I would love to see this. And I want to know like who they've cast as Dustin's dad. Like we need to do like a fan cast of that. Like we're going to have to who who we would cast as Dustin's dad. Because... I am so intrigued because that's just such a great like, first of all, exercise in writing, but such a great idea. Netflix. Come on, man. Yeah. You know? And I mean, Indiana Jones is great. I love Indiana Jones. Of course. Yeah. One of my favorites. So, uh, Harrison Ford is like one of my favorite actors. Because I loved Star Wars and loved him as Han Solo, but like I just you think really that... just love him in Sabrina. <laughs> I that's why you realized you realized why. <laughs> I'm connecting the dots, guys. 
that's why I rented that movie all the time because mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Harrison Ford like Thanks. as a child. <laughs> Love it. Oh, okay. So we eliminated Dustin's dad. We said he couldn't be a choice. Lonnie is awful. So he's no he prize. Yeah. Choice. So your choices were Mr. Sinclair, Ted Wheeler, Victor Creel, or Papa, which I guess technically isn't someone's father, but you never Big know. Big old question mark on that one. Yeah. So let me see. Um, let me see. Who, who do you think I went with? I'm going to actually go with, you went with Mr. Sinclair. Hmm. Nope. God damn it. Who did you pick? <laughs> oh, I picked Ted. I feel like people hate Aww. Ted Wheeler. But, like, I th- I think maybe we've talked about this before, too. Why do I feel like I can't remember what we've talked about on the podcast already? It's but all like, blending together, yeah. Yeah, he he's just, like, the like classic like dad like there's nothing wrong with him like he's kind of clueless like he's around they're doing family dinners he's like huddling with holly like i just said i was like oh shoot i'm gonna give it away by saying that (laughs) so i'm surprised you didn't get it (laughs) we played it off real good megan i have to say like you know that actor's great too i know he's in that new movie lisa frankenstein i haven't seen that oh yeah that looks really good yeah. And he also was in um, the movie about Motley Crue. He plays Tommy Lee's dad. And it's like the same character, just this lovable, goofy kind of yeah. dad from the 80s. And I do love the scene in season one where she's like, are you enjoying your chicken, Ted? And everyone leaves the table. And he's like, what I do? I just. Yeah. And the look on his face when Dustin like takes all the breakfast food in season four, it kills me every time. So that was, yeah. that was a golden choice, man. Yeah. OK, I think you picked Victor Creel. Jesus. <laughs> I'm in the lead now, I think. <laughs> I, I might have lo- lost score, but I think it's four to three. She's psychic, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like, I think he, he had good intentions and brilliantly played by Robert England, um, which I just thought was like the ultimate Easter egg with season four, you know? And as yeah. scary as he is, that man has had a time. So very, very good choices all around. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so our next one. Favorite season, correct. Yeah, you can do that. So favorite season, obviously, season one, season two, season three, or season four. Now I'm looking at you. Hmm. There's one that I'm leaning really towards for obvious reasons, but I'm going to say season three for you. No. God damn it. Is it season four? Yeah. Hold on. Let me guess for you real quick season four season four yeah yeah i think that one was one that i think we have actually talked about before and we both really like obvious for many reasons the party feels complete it has all the best characters it's complete nobody's missing and man stuff got dark but great character development yeah and i love 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 season three and i feel like i love certain parts of season three more than season four but season four was just kind of like the season that kind of like like I've said before, like broke my brain. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what sold us with season four officially. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And it's like one big epic season three is the one I watch when I want to cheer myself up because it's summertime and it's bright, you know, one and two are brilliant and probably the ones I rewatch the most, but four definitely top priority. Yes. Yes. All right. So favorite villain. What are my choices? choices? The Demogorgon. Okay. I'm a dog, mm-hmm. the mind flayer, mm-hmm. and Vecna. Damn a dog. That's mine. Yeah, that's where you're guessing for me. Yep. God damn it! You <laughs> had such a great start. I was, guys. I was ruling, and now I'm sucking. Who, who did you pick? Well, let me guess yours first. Okay. Vecna. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> no offense, Jamie. Um I picked Vecna. You picked Vecna. Now I yeah. see he is a complex, wonderful character with a yeah. hell of a backstory. Yeah. I picked the Demodog because I, I do love the Demodogs. I mean dark. I relate with the Demodog. 
I mean, too much sun will hurt me, and I love a Three Musketeers. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't same. eat a cat, though. Same. You know? no. no. Yeah, that's the only thing that's really terrible about those demo dogs. But I have been meaning to text you. Leia got spayed, my puppy. Oh, yep, yep. She's about a year old, and that was just on Thursday, so I've been kind of, like, hanging out with her. Yeah. Great. And we ordered her a little, like, pajamas to wear so she can't, Cute. like, lift on her belly but when we first came home from the vet we didn't have the cone of shame so she had the cone and she was tolerating it pretty well but like i just she was like outside like sniffing the grass like with her cone on that's like my little demo dog (laughs) which was her costume for halloween so cute oh my god i loved that (laughs) so that was funny so yeah i do love a demo dog but i think vecna is such a cool like you said cool character and i think it's fascinating to like find out like what came first mm-hmm. the mind flayer or vecna type yeah. thing i really want the answer to that question because yes. it seems like vecna they they're like oh well vecna was controlling the mind flayer all along but then you kind of like see him go to this place and he and discovers it the mind flayer is already there mm-hmm. and it's like they just kind of like be friends with each other and decide to work together kind of thing like which my favorite shot is when it does the flashback of him talking about how he was wandering in like purgatory and it just it's this one shot of him like glancing over to his left and there's a demodog that's just like walking up like it's running up a hill and i just die at that random shot of a demodog i'm like yeah so the demodogs were hanging out here so that's a great question was the mind flare there like did he create it or was it waiting for him right or was like he the mind flare's first victim exactly and he's actually been turned into this villain Mm. but I feel like that's going to be a big point of like the play. Yes. The the first shadow, because it seems like, I mean, he's just a kid. Like, real is just a kid, like, like Will was. And Mm -hmm. like, he couldn't have like just been pure evil from the start. Something influenced him. Yeah. So that whole connection is going to be fun to like find out like the actual origins of that. Absolutely. Once we finally see the play or like in season five. So, yeah. And we have our final question. And it is. Of course, it's about. Of course. Of course. (laughs) This was brilliant. What is our favorite Steve era, which is season one, season two, season three and season four. And unfortunately, we can't pick all four because if we could, we would. Like, yeah, we would pick all four. And I feel like. Mind changes like day by day. <laughs> it's true. It's funny. So this past um few days, I had our mutual friend who was on the last episode, Brandy, over for her birthday, and um we were watching one of the seasons that she doesn't usually watch that much, and she was like, "Hot damn, I forgot how he looks in this one." And I'm like, "It's art. It's like a sunset. It's beautiful." You know. All right. So I think you picked season three. Ding 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 ding. That's ahoy, ladies. That's all I have to say. I definitely uh, won this game. <laughs> you did. Um, Prime baby girl, just absolutely gorgeous. And his hair just looks lighter than usual. And he rocked the hell out of those shorts. Um, he made a goofy uniform look good. But I'm going to have yeah. to say season three for you as well, correct? I didn't. I picked, I picked oh, the I season suck. that I think is like the underrated season. Season one. Season I'm not even kidding you. So that's the season we were watching. I, I figured, yeah. Literally perfection. Like I was going on a tiger and like poor Andy, Brady's husband, had to listen to the two of us. <laughs> I was like, that's inviting you upstairs. Hello. Like every look with the polos and the hair like wasn't really that long. But what he lacked in length, he added in with volume yeah i just finished re-watching season one for like you know the millionth time so yeah. i think that's why i'm i'm here in season one <laughs> yeah season one land <laughs> that's that's the flavor right now yeah that's exactly so <laughs> well that was a fun game and you know what i would absolutely love to hear other people's answers i know that'll be cool too to kind of like play along with you guys so mm. let us know what you were thinking yeah we'll definitely have to play this again yeah 
So let's let's like rack our brains here because a lot has happened for filming updates in the past two weeks. Yes. So I'm trying to think of like where we were. I think last episode we didn't really have a lot of filming updates. I no. think they kind of did a two week filming updates like mm-hmm. right after we recorded that episode. Yeah. So we definitely have seen that they're using this farm which maybe we kind of did know that last time we recorded. Yeah. But they had a birthday party for Matt and Ross. They did. Our main location. So that was pretty cool to see like a bunch of the cast and crew kind of all together and to know that they were probably like filming there Mm -hmm. for the day. Um, It's funny because the other thing I was kind of talking about this earlier, like if people are living, have moved back to Atlanta it doesn't necessarily mean that they were like filming that day. They might have just came for the birthday party kind of exactly. thing. Exactly. So, but like Maya was definitely there. Uh, Noah was there. Um, Our first look at Will. Finn, yep. Yep. Finn was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he posted about it on his Instagram. Yeah. I think like Ted and Karen were there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who else was definitely Those there? Those were the only ones that I could definitely like tell for sure, for sure that they were there. So they showed that there has been, they're either leaked photos, which we try to shy more away from, but they're definitely doing more filming to do with the upside down because we see them setting up around the woods supposedly it's at a park and near castle buyers i heard they're doing um the vines and stuff and there was a lot of weird red lighting so not too sure what that is but looks interesting yeah i know we we definitely saw a lot of upside down stuff and i mean obviously it's not really a spoiler we know they're gonna be in the upside down but i did think it was cool that they might be bringing back castle buyers it's rumored that they're kind of bringing back the cabin which we talked about but people are saying that that might be in the upside down as well Mm -hmm. so i wanted to bring up that stairwell at the lab because we did see that in the upside down and that was kind of like earlier on and they're definitely leaked photos, but some more higher quality leaked photos came out of that. And have you seen the parallel where yes, that's I the know stairwell? Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that's the stairwell at the lab where they're like, you know, there with Bob in season two and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's also the same stairwell, which maybe it's just because that's the set that they have, but mm-hmm. that hopper when his daughter dies in the hospital is crying in the stairwell and it's yeah. the exact same stairwell. It's the and, exact one. And that's the stairwell that they've been showing in these leaked photos that's now in the upside down. Which is interesting because, you know, we see it again in season two when Owens is hurt and he actually meets uh, Eleven for the first time. So yes. it's weird that that's a photo that got, you know, revealed that shows it in the upside down. Does it have significance? It might. You know, right? Yeah, I love that you you notice that. Yeah, yeah, I've seen somebody like posted like a parallel of it before, mm-hmm. um, and I thought it was cool because like, yeah, it's just like the railing is like the exact same, and like, yeah, I guess that could be like a just common railing like in yeah. hospitals and the lab and stuff like that. But like, it just seems funny that it was the exact same parallel. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. It seems like the upside down is probably like either expanding into Hawkins or that they're having to go into yeah. the upside down to do some sort of mission or whatever mm-hmm. to hopefully, I guess, finally finish off Vecna or defeat the ultimate monster, whoever that ends up being. So I swear to God, if it ends up being a dragon, a three headed dragon, I'm, I'm going to shit. I think so. That's what it's got to be, right? And they even name it at the end of season one, don't they? They say it, I believe. They say it because our D&D experts are going to have to come in. But yeah, it's a common so theme. Like At the that end of season one, when they've survived everything and they're playing that, they're finishing up a campaign at Christmas, yeah. they name the monster and then that monster that they name is like a three-headed dragon type monster. And then that's in season four, the painting. Yeah. Which I feel like everything in this show, it's not by accident. 
So if Will painted a three-headed dragon, I feel like there was a reason why. I mean, we, they might not Game of Thrones us to death, but we might be getting a creature that resembles one or has three heads or is actually a dragon. So we're going to have to wait and see, but that Vecna might have some backup. You know, like there's, of course, the theory that it could be Cass, that it is the dragon, that the Mind Flayer is going to play a big, bigger role. Like, we have no idea, which is so intriguing and interesting, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm a little off, but the Thessal Hydra is what I was thinking about. That's the monster that they mentioned at the end of season one, and that's an eight-headed monster. Jesus! I'd be like, we're really screwed now. <laughs> this says that Tiamat, I don't know if I'm saying that wrong, is known as the queen and mother of all evil dragons. So that's another, it says that this monster traditionally has five heads. We're like, three's terrifying, then it's like five, eight. (laughs) I know. So they all start with T, so there's a lot of monsters that it could be, like, based on the Dungeons and Dragons. Imagine how much money that dragon spends in a hat shop. Hats are expensive, man. You tell I work with children. I'm like, that is highbrow comedy right there, guys. You're welcome. All right. No, it'll be exciting, too, because the Duffers have definitely been releasing a lot. Atlanta Filming, all these other accounts. So we're closely, closely watching. Yeah. So let's go through the Duffers, their other posts. There was Mm -hmm. like, I guess that's Ross in a metal bathtub trough type thing. So... Maybe Eleven is going back in the, mm. in the water. They had Lover's Lake marked with an H. I noticed that. Yep. My ears perked up at that one. I was like, huh, what's the significance of that? Yeah. Because, hmm. I mean, Lover's Lake was just introduced in season four, right? And it was just where Eddie was hiding out. It was mentioned once by Bob when they're putting together the map of Hawkins. Um, but then we actually see it in season four for the first time. And I'm wondering, like, that's a gate. That's a portal. One of the deaths that ripped yeah. open, you know, so maybe we'll be coming back to that. I hope so, because I love that location. Yeah. And we've got Eleven with her kind of bracelet on. Which I love. It looked like Nancy was maybe in the hospital or. Yes. I don't know. That was like a very beautiful that's what I thought. shot of her. Yeah. Natalia and looks this, great. This like weird shadow thing which i'm like is that a drawing that will did like hmm what is that yeah interesting black and red so that was kind of like the raw stuffer updates from the past couple weeks so hopefully we'll Mm -hmm. get more soon let's talk about merch let's talk about merch obviously there hasn't been really any like new releases but Funko does this thing almost like their Comic-Con exclusives that they do. And it's kind of like a big thing with Target. They have an affiliation with Target. So last Sunday, my poor friend Billy, I was like, all right, we're going to go to Target. We're going to go because he collects pops. I was like, I'll be at your house at nine. I was there at eight o'clock banging on his door. I'm like, (laughs) we got to go. And he was like, are you effing kidding me? Of course, he's like, Stacy, you know, they're not going to sell it. I'm like, we're going to go. So we went and we're looking and I start panicking because there was the exclusives of the Black Light, Robin and Steve, which obviously I needed to get. And the Black Light, Eddie, which is in the same stance as his original pop. So I lost my freaking mind and I'm looking, searching, and he has the carriage. He's just, you know, humoring me, rolling his eyes. And the first thing I found was the Max Vecna graveyard little people scene oh yeah dude i freaking just threw it in the carriage i was like look what they have (laughs) Um, and he's shaking his head at me but you know the little people thing i think they're adorable i had little people growing up you know to play with i'm sure we both did i like the hellfire one with eddie that's probably the only other one i'd be looking for but yeah seeing the little mini steve and dustin and lucas you know with the expression i had to have it 
Yeah, and you love that scene. Like, that's one of your favorite scenes. So So good. So I was like, yeah, this is immortalized. Yeah. Um, So we went to the Target lady because I started having, like, a full-on panic attack. I was like, they don't have it. And he's like, ask somebody. And I asked the woman, and she was like, I haven't even taken them out of the boxes yet. So like (laughs) a freak, I followed her. I'm surprised I didn't get arrested. And she's like, with the box cutter, opening up the boxes. And I'm like, I'll take one of those and one of those. So... I ran out of there and then I got like kind of quiet because like my adrenaline crashed. So Billy just looked at me and he goes, look at you, just like a little kid on a sugar high. Now you got (laughs) nothing to look forward to. And I'm clutching my boxes like, shut up. But I got those and I know a lot of people have been picking them up. They're super, super cute. But I also, um, when I got tested for strep, they were giving away Amazon gift cards. It was a $75 gift certificate just to take a COVID test, guys. That's insane. I'm like, nobody wants to clone me. So <laughs> I did the test, got the gift card, and I had a fever. So I'm like, let me just buy whatever. And I bought the Dart and Demogorgon sponges through Netflix. They're so I cool. got the Surfer Boy pizza lip gloss. I got the... The Hellfire dice, that's the stress ball. And I got the floaty pens. Yeah, that's fun. And another cool thing I wanted to shout out that I just did right before we recorded this episode was I watched the YouTube video from Up With The Sun, who Mm -hmm. is a big supporter of ours and a follower. We really love them. And they have a YouTube channel where... Uh, they do a lot of like unboxings and uh, collections and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's their whole like Stranger Things collection. That's and awesome. It was just so fun because they said that they were not really a fan of Stranger Things until they stumbled across one of my videos on Instagram. Look at that. Look so, at that. Uh, Duffer Brothers, you can like give me a little commission for bringing. Exactly bringing mm-hmm. fans to your show but yeah <laughs> um it was such a cool they have such a unique collection so mm-hmm. obviously we both love it because it's mostly steve and eddie items yes. but yeah. there was a lot of cool like we were talking about the dungeons and dragons like monsters they have oh, the cool. one pop set that's like um vecna the demogorgon and then the- Yes. And the Mind Flayer, but like the actual D&D versions of them. That's so cool. That's a really cool one. They have some pins. Oh, we can shout out Hello Sailor Tees. Love them. Yes. So they had a couple of their pins um, that they put in the collection video. They have a great shop and I've definitely ordered stickers from them too. They fantastic they have great stickers they've done air fresheners pins like they you know just i really really love ordering from their shop and they're just such big fans they're awesome totally down to earth yeah and their name is megan also so we have to like (laughs) stick together (laughs) exactly come on now yeah so i thought it was fun that they were shouted out in that youtube video so i figured we could mention them today in the podcast lots of like other things other than stranger things too they have like very like nostalgic like 90s like stuff that we love another thing that was really unique in their collection oh and they also had some really cool t-shirts like some really cool scoops ahoy t-shirts oh i Um, love that yeah and lots of like all of the eddie pops which i'm super jealous because i don't really Mm. have too many pops yet so I was actually lucky uh, Brandy got me the campaign Eddie for Christmas mm-hmm. so she brought it when she was visiting and I'm gonna Aww. try to take a picture of all my Eddies together but I just looked at the bookcase and I went oh my god I, I need a bigger bookcase because yeah. I'm running I've actually ran out of room guys the the day has come yeah yeah the, day, the time has come officially officially official yeah <laughs> <laughs> we don't need you um you know pulling a Leonard Bast. <laughs> Great reference. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. So that was um, just some merch that we wanted to talk about. And just thank you so much for your support up with the sun on YouTube. Check out awesome. their, their stranger things collection video that just came out. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I hope everyone had a great time listening to our episode today. I know we had a super fun time recording mm-hmm. and we're so happy to be back and you'll get a few more episodes from us before we take another break yep yeah that's it for today and we will talk to you next week over and out guys over and out
Eddie, I'm not sure I love the idea of you driving. Oh, I'm starting to suffer. Harrington's got her. Don't you, big boy? We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, again, if you have forgotten or if for some reason you're starting with episode nine, hey, hey. we're here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is our secret segment where we chat about study and mm -hmm. all things fan fiction. So if fan fiction is not your jam, the episode is over. Go catch up on our other episodes or <laughs> catch us next week. Yep. So it's been two weeks since we chatted, but yep. I know I have not actually been reading a ton. I do have some things to talk about, but what about you, Stacey? You have been on break. I had been on break. Like I said, I had guests, so it was a little hard, even though we were basically just talking fanfics the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, you know, being so sick and stuff, sometimes you are in the mood to read. Other times you're like, I feel icky. No. And yeah, I usually yeah. typically like to save because um, like, I, you know, I know uh, Morning Berries has a new story and I started it um, about two weeks ago, but I was like, I'm going to save that for when I go back to work. But I was on Twitter x as the kids call it and somebody <laughs> literally went have you ever read a smut scene in a fan fiction that's so good you feel like you need a cigarette afterwards and they showed a link and right away stacy was like click and i went to the valentine experience by great turn unironic yeah Thank we love you. them Th Thank God you're here. They are a wonderful, wonderful author because they did. So we've talked about them. They're going to send us to prison, right? Yeah. They're going to send us to prison for being jerks. The most remarkable thing. Oh, yeah. my God, Megan. So right away, I was like, oh, I know this author. Yeah. I've read their recent work. And first of all, the Valentine experience was fantastic because it's basically, you know, they're asking. It's supposed to be after season four, Eddie lives. And Steve has gotten himself, like, a trailer of his own. And okay. they're asking the boys, like, Lucas and Mike, like, what are you going to do with Max and Al for Valentine's Day? And then Justin's like, why, why didn't you ask Steve? He's, like, probably had the most Valentines out of everybody. And they end up doing, like, this bet where they're like, well, Eddie should take Steve out on a date because he's never had a Valentine, which I'm like, wow, burn. And Aww. Steve will, like, you know, rate it if it's good or not. And it starts kind of as a slow burn because Eddie's at first like, wow, this is a little weird. But, you know, if you're OK with it, I'm OK. And he takes him on a date and he's like, oh, it's four parts. And it's, you know, at first really fluffy and cute and stuff. But then they go back to the trailer and it takes a lot to make Stacy blush, ladies and gentlemen. I was grasping my non-existent pearls. I was blushing. I was giggling. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to read this. I probably got a fever <laughs> again. It was fantastic. I might need to read it today. Like, is it oh, long or short? No, it's not. It's one chapter. It's a one okay. shot. Okay. And right away I was like, huh, okay, well, this seems pretty interesting. So they have another one where basically steve has a really bad migraine mm -hmm. and he's mia he's not you know there to pick up the kids and dustin's like it's probably his head this is a separate story same author okay and eddie goes to check on him and poor steve he's crying his eyes out he's in so much pain and he's looking up this list of like things that's supposed to like relieve his you know migraine pain and one of them is have an orgasm so let's just say Yet again, I was like, oh, my Lanta. And <laughs> so well written, but the smut, when the smut hits, the smut hits, ladies and gentlemen. So total kudos to an already amazing author, but they delivered, man. They delivered. Yeah, I'm excited to know that some of their new stuff is really good. I, I definitely need to just read like all of their stuff oh, yeah. because, I mean, everything is so good. Yeah. What all have right. you been like looking at at least? So, I mean, I have been reading, but it's just, it's a longer fic. So it, I've yes. talked about it before, the one that you love, the yep. uh, I Come Back to the Place You Are um, <sighs> by Pizza Bones. So, yeah, I've, I'm really into it at this point. Like, I yeah. am more than halfway loving it, getting all of the, like, 
cozy falling in love feels (laughs) definitely like we've said it's a slow burn but worth it and just so warm and fuzzy and delightful so still really really enjoying that I'll have to let you know where I am without giving spoilers away (laughs) I know I know I was just about to ask you and I'm like oh wait no don't say anything yeah like it's one of those things where I'm like staying out too late to like read. Oh yeah, I'm so into it. Yeah, so and, that's and when I you know a fic is great. You know. Yes, exactly. And I think last time when we were chatting with Brandy, I had not finished Sneaky Link, and I still have mm. not finished Sneaky Link. But I've only not read the last chapter now. So okay. The last chapter is kind of like an epilogue. So I did read the second to last and third to last chapters which the second to last chapter (laughs) we both don't smoke but we feel like we need a cigarette like oh my god exactly oh my gosh like the birthday present oh my the birthday present the campgrounds like the van the van just i told them i told them after i read that chapter i was like I just don't understand how you can write something that's so hot and so smutty, mm-hmm. but also be so like tender and emotional and yep. like looking up at the stars and like, oh my God. I was just like, you know, and crying because it was so beautiful. Yeah. Like <laughs> they know these characters so well and clearly they do love them because they just write them as we kind of see them. And it's just so, like, it pulls on your heartstrings, you know? Yeah, it's just so perfect, yeah. And, I mean, it's, and it's even, that kind of, like, smut is even better when there's, like, that much emotion behind Mm -hmm. it. Like, so, it's just everything you could ask for. (laughs) Wonderful. It's absolutely wonderful. Definitely excited for their new stuff. Um, And... I have some of their stories that I haven't read yet, so I have to, mm-hmm. you know, catch up on all of this, them, all of their stories. Uh, we'll do a deep dive one day where maybe we just dedicate this whole segment to them, because clearly they're one of our tops. And um, it's just it, how diverse their writing is. It's so yeah. great. Like their new story, like I said, I probably made it halfway through, but the writing, it's just so far it takes place at a party. No spoilers there. But just the writing of just the dialogue alone between Robin and Eddie and Steve, I'm like, this is flowing like this is what I had imagined these characters would be saying. So, so well done. Yeah, so good. Other than that, I have just been, you know, reading Take the Money and Run with you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We've been having a ball reading that. It's just... Oh, it's so much fun. I was telling Brandy about it. I was like, I really look forward to doing those mini episodes because that's one story that I don't think I could ever get tired of. And now listening it as a pod fic, guys, it's a completely different experience. Yes, it's the same story, but listening to it versus reading it, it's very different and it's so enjoyable, you know? Yeah, definitely having a great time with that. So I think that's our little update for today. Yep. So we will uh, be back with more next week and mm-hmm. definitely let us know what you're reading. Um, give us some recs. We always love mm-hmm. hearing what other people are reading too. Cause that's how I've discovered like every story that I love Basically. is by somebody really recommending it. Cause I'm like 98% more likely to read something that somebody's recommended to me rather than just yes. something that I've like found finding certain. it. Yeah. I'm the same yeah. way. Yep. Exactly. So, well, All guys, right. today was a ball and you'll be yes. hearing from us soon. Exactly. Have a great week and again, over and out. Over and out.